Thank you so very much. Again, this is Arthur Pearlie Martin. I'm going live on my podcast also. So you guys be patient with me here. I'm also live here on my YouTube page. You guys join in. Um, subscribe to my YouTube page. It's called Gene Martin. I have a lot of videos over there. I'm just dropping in briefly today because I want to exhort you, encourage you, and to remind you that God cares about us. He cares about our cares. He cares about our worries. He cares about our concerns. If it bothers you, he cares about what bothers you, right? Isn't that how we feel about our kids? That if it if our children are worried or concerned about something, it causes us to be concerned about it also, right? Well, you know what? We're going to get into this in just a second, a minute, in a moment. But before we do, you guys know what we got to do. We got to pray first. You know, we have to um, acknowledge God in all our ways. Um, so not only will he direct our path, but we're asking him for, to give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of his will, of his way, of his word, to impart unto us some spiritual revelation knowledge so we can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, so we can understand what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, and to give us wisdom to do what the Word of God is telling us and asking us to do. Father, open our hearts so we can receive. Open our ears so we can hear. Open our eyes so we can see, Father God. Remove the blinders off our eyes. And Father, we come before you this day, this second, this minute, this moment, and we say, Lord, uh, we receive your forgiveness. We have forgiven others as you have asked. And now, Father, we come before you and we receive your forgiveness for ourselves. For there is therefore now no condemnation, you told us in Romans 8 and 1, to those that are in Christ Jesus. You are not despised with us, you hate the sin but you do not hate us. And Father God, we love ourselves. We're going to love on ourselves the way you love on us um, because you said we were worth it. And so therefore, Father, we agree with you that we are worth it, that we are worth it because you created us on purpose for a purpose and with your good purpose in mind. We agree with you, Father, that we are wonderfully and marvelously created in your image and like what an honor and a privilege father to be created in your own image and likeness out of all of your creation you found us worthy father to put put your spirit down on the inside of us and and for that father we say thank you and we give you all honor glory and praise in jesus name guys thank you so much for um popping in with me again this is arthur pearly martin join me on my um, youtube page um gene martin i'm on live here right now also, as well as my podcast. Um, but I dropped in today because I want you to know that God cares about whatever you care about. <laughs> and that our, that Jesus Christ, who is our high priest, is touched by the feelings of our infirmity. Did you know that Hebrews 4.15 tells us that? It says, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. I, I just want to want you to know, I, I wanted to read Hebrews 4 and 15 because I wanted you to understand and to know that Christ can identify with you. Um, he, he's, he can identify with us. He was tempted in all ways as we are now being tempted by the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of your life. 
yet without sin. He endured the temptation, yet without sin. He knows what it feels like to be tempted by the lust of the eyes and by the lust of the flesh and by the pride of life. He knows what that feels like. That was the three temptations of Christ, the temptations he had to endure when he was in the wilderness, right, being tempted. But I dropped him because I want you to know that Christ, he said he did not come to the world to condemn us, right? He did not come to the world to condemn us, but to convict us, to convince us um, that we are in need of a Savior, that we are in need of him. But, you know, I, I this is one of the things that the scriptures that the Lord gave me when my mom passed away. He reminded me of how if it, I feel what you feel. If it, if it hurts you, I feel that. I'm touched by the feelings of your infirmity. I care about you. This is why I told you in First Peter to cast your cares upon me because I care about you. When you're feeling lonely, remember that I said to you that I would never leave you nor forsake you. Right? How can God leave us when he's everywhere at the exact same time? So I'm dropping in because I got to ask you, I want to encourage you, exhort you, and to remind you that if, if it's a care, a concern, a worry, or a fear, that our heart priest, Jesus Christ, he's touched. He feels what you feel. That our Abba Father is touched by the feelings of our infirmity. He feels what we feel. And he's concerned about it. He's not insensitive to us. This is why he said, cast your cares. And the reason you're feeling alone and the reason you're feeling lonely is because you think no one can identify with me. And you know what? That may be true because even when people have experienced what you've experienced, and even when people may have gone through what you're going through, they can, they can, you know, they can understand some, but nobody can actually feel what you feel. But our high priest, God can. He said, I'm touched. I'm touched by the feelings of your, I feel your pain. I feel what you feel. He's not insensitive to our needs. This is why he said to cast your cares upon me said the Lord, because I care for you. I care about what you care about. I'm concerned about what you Our Father, our God is a good, good God, right? He's a good Father, and every good and perfect gift comes down from Him. In John 3, 17, He says, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. He didn't come to condemn the world. He came to save the world. It was for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Christ did not come to accuse us. He came to redeem us. And the reason you're stuck where you're at is because you won't forgive yourself. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your perception of yourself is keeping you where you're at. And it's because you won't forgive yourself. 
But remember, Jesus told us that the word tells us in 1 John 1 9. If we, conf- if we confess our uh, sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Sometimes it's not what other people are throwing stones at us, words of accusations, of condemnation. But how many of you know that the Word of God tells us that the devil, the Satan, is the accuser of the brethren? So, But God is saying that the devil is coming to say, you're guilty. But Jesus, who is our who's on the right-hand side of the Father and his blood is on the mercy seat. He's sitting there and he's making intercessions for us and he's saying, not guilty. I paid for that. I've already paid for that. And I died in their place. I died in their place. And I paid for that. I paid a debt that they could not pay. It's already been paid for. So what we have to do is just receive God's forgiveness because the it's already been paid for. The blood is on the mercy seat. It's good that we've forgiven other because that's something we must do. But now my question to you is, have you forgiven you? Because until you forgive you, unforgiveness Holding unforgiveness towards others don't just hinder us from moving forward, but not forgiving ourselves hinders us from, from moving forward. And when we refuse to forgive others and we refuse to forgive ourselves, what we're saying is that the blood of Jesus is not enough. Or when we forgive others and we don't forgive ourselves, we're saying the blood is enough to cover, forgive their sin, but the blood is not enough to forgive me of my sin. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And if you're being abused, that's because you thinking that you deserve it in some sick way or another. That's because you have forgotten or you just don't know how special, how precious you are. You are the apple of God's eye. He loved us so much that he gave his son, Jesus, to die for us. It was for God so loved that he gave. And guess what? God is love. Love is who God is. So he can't help but to love us because love is who he is. It wasn't that we did anything that was lovely because when we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. He died for you. He died for me. And so he created us all on purpose for a purpose. And with this good, good, good purpose in mind, he did not create us for failure. But he came that we might have life and life more abundantly. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd, John 10, 10. And and I came that you may have life and life more abundantly. I, I dropped in to say that God is not condemning you. If you're feeling condemnation, that's the devil. He's the accuser of the brothering. And what he's doing is, what he does is constantly bring to your mind those things that you did. He, he, he wants to keep us stuck in the past. He wants to accuse us of things that God has forgiven us for. I remember one day I was, um, 
I used to go around and knock on people's doors to witness to them as the Lord would lead me. And I would have my two babies with me. And I remember the very first day he gave me a revelation of the love of God. I had went to visit this young lady. This was uh, years ago in Oklahoma. And she was a she was a dancer. And I, I had um I had been by there weeks prior to the second time I went by there, and she gave her life to the Lord. And so I went back by to check on her because the Lord would leave me. And she had company. She had company in her house. And she said, this is the lady that I told you about. And so as I began to walk in her house, there was a man there. And they started putting away their liquor and everything and just... You know, he said, he said, this is the Christian lady I told you about. And they just started putting everything away. And I said to her, this is your house. <laughs> you know, this is your house. You know, she didn't have to put everything away, but you know what? This is how it should be. Because you know what? When Jesus came to Zacchaeus' house, he began to repent, right? And when the Spirit of the Lord comes in our heart and in our lives, it's going to begin to change us. And I understood. They was convicted by the present, the anointing that was on my life, by who I was representing, right? But I wanted them to know, I did not come to condemn you. I merely came because I just wanted you to know that Jesus loved you. And she, she said, here, come sit down. And I sat on her couch. And I, as I sat on her couch, the gentleman began to talk to me. He said, my family, they own a church, and I grew up in church. And, and I, I done took a man's life. I took another man's life. He said, I, I, I went to prison, and, and, and the Lord said, the blood of Jesus is greater than that. God's love for you is greater than that. And the Lord said, Bro, I'm not, if I can just get on the inside of him, it's not the outward stuff. If I can get his heart, if I can get on the inside of him, I can change that lifestyle that's manifesting on the outside of him. And as I was sitting there, the Lord said, I'm just interested on what's on the inside. Because what's on the outside is just a bunch of outward manifestations of inward turmoil. It's just we're acting ugly because we're believing the lie that's making us act ugly. You know, the outward manifestation, the works of the flesh is just outward manifestations of bad choices and decisions that we made. And that's not who we are. That's what we did. And the Holy Spirit, he doesn't come to condemn us because we're already not guilty, but he comes to convict us, to convince us that not only are we in a need of a Savior, but that behavior is contrary to who he is. And conviction is a good thing because the Bible says that God chastises those that he loves. And those who are without chastisement are bastards and 
if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, then that puts you outside the covenant. But we can fix that today by giving you an opportunity to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you confess, if you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and you confess with your mouth that God did raise him from the dead, you shall be saved. If you believe that, Lord, save me, I believe. It's simple as that. God did not create us because he hated us. God created us because he loved us and he created us in his own image and his own likeness. I just dropped in for a second, for a minute, for a moment because I am really sensing on the inside that the reason that we're stuck where we're at is because you have not forgiven yourself. And that's what unforgiveness does. A lot of times we talk about unforgiveness, we talk about it about it towards other people. But you're holding unforgiveness against yourself. And the thing about unforgiveness is in order to sit in the seat of unforgiveness, you have to sit in the seat of judgment. And it's not even where other people are judging you, but you are allowing the devil to judge you. I want to read a quick story and then I'm going to get off because I'm not going to be here very long because my purpose for dropping in was to let you know that you're not alone, that Jesus is touched. We have not a high priest who's not touched by the feel. He feels what you feel. He's concerned about what concerns you and you're not alone, even because you're thinking no one can identify with me. We got, you know, I'm hearing of kids wanting to kill themselves. The devil has no age. I want you to know that God can identify with you when no one else can. I know you're thinking nobody cares and nobody is concerned and nobody knows, but I want you to know that God knows and he had me to drop in to stop by to let you know that he cares, cast your cares upon him because he said he cares for you. He cares for us. The, you know, the story of the woman that was caught in adultery. So I'm here to tell you that he did not come to condemn us. He came to redeem us and to restore us. He came that we might have life and life more abundantly. And the only plans that God had for us are good and not evil to prosper us, to bless us, and to bring us into great success. And, and the only thoughts that God have about you are good thoughts. He's mindful of us. And we're the apple of his eye. And as born-again believers, we're heirs and joint heirs in Jesus Christ. As he is, so are we in this world. Everything that Jesus was entitled to, we're entitled to. And everything that he did, we can do as believers. They that believe can lay hands on the sick. Cast out devils. He's touched. The same way it concerns you when your child is worried, scared, or afraid is the same way our Abba Father is concerned about you, but even greater because his love really is perfect. His love is perfect. He is perfect. He is long-suffering. He is gentle. He is kind. 
when we didn't when we had no way back to him he sent his only son Jesus Christ to die in our place I'll take their place because they have a debt that they cannot pay they were born in sin by one man's disobedience we were all made sinners and by one man's obedience we were all made righteous Sorry for the interruption. This phone is put on do not disturb and tell me how is it still ringing. I'm telling you it's got to go. But um, I, I just dropped. Thank you for joining back in with me briefly. I'm I'm getting ready to end it here. And, and again, I'm just dropping in to say um, that God can identify with us to be encouraged, not discouraged. Keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. And remember to um, forgive yourself, to accept God's forgiveness for yourself while you're forgiving everyone else, okay? All righty. On that note, I'm going to end it. Because the way you see yourself, if you don't forgive yourself, you're going to constantly see yourself the way you used to be and not the way God, not how God sees you. And if any man be in Christ, he say, you're a new creation. All things passed away, all things become new. Make sure you spend time Reading the word, um, order my study guide, understanding identity in Christ Jesus. So you can learn your new identity in Christ Jesus. So you can begin to change your perception of yourself. Okay. Because as a man think of the Nassar so easy, however you see yourself, that's how you will treat yourself and allow others to treat you also. Okay. You are special. You are wonderfully and marvelously, um, made by God. We are created as image and likeness. With the head and not the tail above and not beneath. God has good thoughts about us, not evil thoughts. Um, he's mindful of us and anything and everything that concerns us. Remember that he's a present help in our time of trouble. That's what he said to us. And to continue to acknowledge God in all our ways so he can direct our path. And again, thank you so much for joining in. This is Dr. Pearly Martin. Um, if you guys like to support us, hit that support button on my anchor.fm page. Make sure you subscribe to Spotify, Amazon uh, Music, um, Google Podcasts, which, whichever way is easiest for you to, to join us. Um, WordPress, uh, I have a WordPress website for my audiobooks. I mean for my podcast also. Okay, join the prayer room if you like to pray. And again, I'm going to end it here. Father God, we just thank you for giving us wisdom. Holy Spirit, I ask that you just comfort each and every listener here today. In Jesus' name I pray.